Welcome to the 359. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. I'm Alfred Ng. I'm Joni Salzman. Amazon warehouse jobs have been viewed negatively for years, with activists, unions, and ex-employees describing these positions as fast-paced, difficult, and subject to close monitoring. CNET decided to look into what it's like to work at some of these locations when pregnant. Alfred, what did you find out? Yeah, so we dug through seven of these lawsuits, and if you're not familiar with uh, most Amazon cases, uh, they'll bring up these arguments against Amazon saying that, you know, we're not allowed to use the bathroom um, for more than like 10 minutes a day. Uh, we can't really take that many lunch breaks. Well, for these pregnant workers in their lawsuits, they say that it's much worse for them because, you know, they have to use the bathroom a lot more. They get doctor's orders saying that they can't lift anything more than 20 pounds or climb ladders. And then shortly after that, in all these cases that we found, all these workers were fired um, even, you know, after asking for accommodations. So we, we looked at seven different cases. Uh, what happened with most of them? Most of them, they asked for the accommodations and they didn't get them. And then within a few like weeks, or in one case, it was uh, less than a month after uh, they were essentially fired. There was one case out of New Jersey where um, a pregnant woman uh, went to the doctor uh, after having the flu and they told her, we're having a hard time detecting your child's heartbeat. Wow. Um, so she, you should take like two or three days off to rest up from the flu. Um, so she gets a doctor's note and then she gives it to her managers at Amazon and um, Human Resources tells her, uh, we don't accept doctor's notes. And then four days later, she's fired. This is a very similar case in all the other lawsuits that we've looked at. So um, are we expecting Amazon to respond in any way or have you, what have you heard from the company? Yeah. And an Amazon spokeswoman reached out to me and had told me that, you know, they do have all these programs to accommodate uh, pregnant workers um, and they're, um, they denied that they would fire anybody just for uh, being pregnant. Yeah. Um, either way, I'm going to do a pretty hard pivot here and we're going to talk about the Tribeca Film Festival, which <laughs> came to New York over the past week. Right, Joan? And it included a bunch of immersive storytelling experiences. Joan, you went to all of them? Yeah. Just about all of them? Yeah. So uh, Tribeca Film Festival has an immersive element, an immersive program, which this year constituted 35 with, you know, with a couple here, others here and there that weren't directly in it. And I went to see all of them, which I've never done at a film festival, um, which took a lot of dedication, but I was, you know, I was able to, I was able to pull through for CNET. So <laughs> one, one of the interesting things that you mentioned in your story is, is that Tribeca is a really important kind of mile marker to talk about where we are in immersive storytelling. Yeah. Um, what, what did you see or what did you find out? Is it kind yeah. of one of those things where the future looks very promising relating to this? I mean, I feel like um, these festivals always give me an impression that's really positive of where this kind of storytelling can go and nobody else ever gets to see it. And so everyone else take on like, like VR is stupid. It's over <laughs> before it even began. But I was like, you don't get to see the cool stuff because most people don't get to see it. But what I will say about this year, I thought it was really interesting that you're starting to see um, the, it's kind of like uh, both ends of the spectrum. Things are really kind of hitting their stride. The companies that have been doing it for a while and are well-funded have really sort of like reached the point where they know what they're doing. And then, so they can do interesting things well with polish. And on the other end of the spectrum, people that have never tried it before, it's becoming more accessible for people that don't have a ton of money. You know, there was one of my favorite experiences was um, made by a bunch of Aboriginal high schoolers, um, which is, you know, somebody that you almost never see in media, period, let alone something that's usually expensive to make like virtual reality. So I thought that was really interesting. 
Um, when do you think that more people are going to experience these types of things? When is it going to become a little more mainstream where right. uh, it's it's not just the folks that go to these film festivals that actually get to uh, yeah. feel this kind of thing? Among creators, um, especially during the Tribeca Film Festival this year, there was a lot of kind of cautious optimism about Facebook's Oculus Quest coming out. It was announced in the midst of Tribeca Film Festival. And a lot of people that are creators, they feel frustrated that headsets haven't taken off to the degree that they had hoped they would. And there was sort of a cautious optimism that maybe the Oculus Quest is finally sort of the mainstream accessible headset that will allow people to see what's cool about VR, but also allow them to do it without having to have a really expensive computer and all these wires hanging off you. Yeah, it's definitely cheaper, but it's not cheap. It's $400, but it is a standalone VR set. So that, that is definitely interesting that that's the chatter. Uh, last, really quickly, Microsoft is hosting its build conference in Seattle, showing off some of its newest developer concepts. One of them that I wanted to point out, it's for Cortana. The company said it's working on making the voice assistant more conversational, which I think is interesting because... Google and Amazon are trying to do the same thing, but hey, good for you, Microsoft. Uh, anyway, if you want to read more about these stories, check them out on CNET. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. I'm Alfred Ng. I'm Joni Salzman. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.